first, hail up, yow, wagwan, Jamaica. Welcome to the Vault of Silliness's list of countries. Tuning in for some fun. Some inside information here. I have lots of episodes from 1996. Some nights were recorded from start to finish. For this month, we'll get three shows from that year, beginning with a dumb birthday game from March 4th, that I have titled, The Humor is Dry and So is the Hamantaschen. The Players. Karen Regal in Traffic. Mike Epstein producing and playing in studio. Irene from Brookline. Kevin in Maine. Marge from Avon. And Chris in Worcester. Birthdays. Paul Apprentice. Chastity Bono, Miriam McCabe, Mary Wilson, and Barbara McNair. We also get two events. What year was President Calvin Coolidge's inauguration broadcast live, coast to coast, across 21 radio stations? And Ron and Nancy Reagan were married in what year? There are entertaining commercials for the TV Guide Baby Boombox and Candela Skin Care Centers. We also learn about some famous people that started out doing overnight traffic for WBZ. I'm not going to tell you, you're just going to have to listen for those. Heady stuff, people. Heady stuff. Episode 178, The Humor is Dry, and So is the Hamantaschen, crumbles its way to your ears now. I guess I've never met, I haven't, we have not met, have we, Karen? I don't believe so, Norm, not yet. So we're kind of meeting in a casual kind of different way without actually being face to face at the moment. And uh, but I'm glad I'm glad that you're you're able to play the dumb birthday game with us. It's Karen. a lifelong dream of mine, Norm. <laughs> don't don't suck up to me that badly. Oh, all right. I'm, I'm <laughs> sorry. Just back off. Anyway, <laughs> Karen is the uh, is on duty now as the for the WBC 24-hour traffic network, and it's a position that I hope you're very proud of because. Um, a lot of people started out, you know, doing the uh, the overnight traffic stuff, and they've risen to incredible heights. And I, I can name just a few people for you. Please do. Yeah, you want me to name them to you? <laughs> oh, please. Uh, yeah, the Secretary of the Treasury, uh, <laughs> uh, who started out as a traffic reporter here. I forgot her name now. I think it was Myra Boscowitz. Something <laughs> maybe I may have missed a little bit with that. <laughs> Uh, many performers have started out this way. Uh, Tom Hanks, did you know that? Tom Hanks started out as a WBZ traffic reporter. Really? Yep, yep. On the, the, I believe you. Yeah. What, I, there's no point in my lying. What, what can I gain by that? <laughs> there's also a guy who sells fresh fruits in the North End. He started out here, too. He's not one of our big success stories, but we do like to mention him. He's probably making more selling 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 fresh fruits than he did as a traffic reporter. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> now, you're just, a, you're probably two or three rungs ahead of me as a weekend uh, all-night announcer person. That's about the lowest you can get in broadcasting. But anyway, it's kind of fun. You know how the game is played, and we tell you the, uh, in many cases, the names of the people who are born in the state, you, we guess the ages. And when I run out of names that anybody knows, we, we do events that happen on this date, and you tell me the year it happened. But in all in all, it's kind of fun. I can hear your your, uh, your two-way radio explaining some some difficulties. Something about the Sumner Tunnel just sank into the Atlantic. I'll make a note of that yeah, before I get yeah. on the air for you. Well, don't even bother with it. The, 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 the dumb birthday game is much more important than any of that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, all right. 
the other day we lost the entire upper deck of the uh, Tobin Bridge, but we carried on with the dumb birthday game because we know our priorities are what what are what's what's best. Thank you, thank you very very much. There's a 73 car pileup on the Mass Turnpike uh, near Exit uh, 17, but we don't but pay any attention. Uh, somebody's going to believe me. I shouldn't. Matter. I shouldn't. I shouldn't talk that way. I made that up. Okay. Anyway, uh, and uh, Mike Epstein is here. You can you can hear him making yes. funny comments. Well, maybe allegedly funny is more like it. But yeah. what am I hearing? Is that that sounds kind of serious? Is that is it, uh, Karen? Uh, no, it's not. Not at all. Okay. Well, okay. that's good. Thank, thank, thank goodness. Thank goodness. Thank goodness yeah. How long have you been reporting traffic, by the way, Karen? Mike wanted me to ask you that. Oh, I haven't been only a couple of months. I haven't been here too long. Yeah. Do you, you know, have, did you report traffic anyplace else? Or you, this kind of a whole new experience for you? It is. It is. It's interesting. Hey, one one day when you and I are old people. We can we can sit around and talk about these wonderful days. You'll be able to say, remember back then and then back when I was then, staying up all night drinking pots of coffee. Uh, yeah, bringing pots and and reporting on traffic and being involved with that silly uh, Ron Mason or Ron Macon. Or, I can't remember his name now. One of those guys. <laughs> they all got to look alike after a while. You know they. Are. Anyway, you will be playing, and Mike, as we mentioned, our producer will be here. Yes, wonderful. Excellent. And now let me introduce you to some other members of the panel. We have Irene, who is in Brookline. Hello, Irene. Hi, Norm. You excited, too? Is you excited as uh, Karen and Mike are about oh, playing I'm the game? I'm so excited because I want to tell you that the man that called up about those bakeries on Beacon Street, they've been gone about 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, you take a different route to work one day and everything is gone by right. the time you go back. Well, it's kind of, it's kind of, as you get older, it's, it's kind of funny. Things do go and you, and you have, don't even notice them. The truth. And it, and they're gone for years. Yep. Anyway, have you played the uh, dumb birthday game with us before? About four years ago. Oh, you're due again. <laughs> did you win that time? I did. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, maybe you'll win again this I time. I still got the present. Oh, you never probably even bothered to unwrap it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you. Okay, let's go to Kevin. I didn't, I don't dare ask her whether she liked it or not. She, you know, <laughs> the way I just kind of went quickly to another person. Very smooth. Oh, smooth. I'm, I'm Mr. God, smooth. smooth. I'm Mr. Smoothie. Uh, this is Kevin in Maine. Hi, Kevin. Hi. Hi, Norm. Hi. Is this the first uh, crack at... No, this is not. You played the game, no. I think. Oh, yes, I have. Yes, I know. I can just... I won one. You won one also, and I'm not yeah, even going to ask... Out of a hundred. <laughs> out of a hundred times? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, no, you... no, I'm kidding. No, One I... out of three. Oh, well, that's that's pretty good. It uh, took me three years, but but you see now it shows your persistence pays off, and that's nice. Oh, you sent me some nice stuff. I read it all up, and I donated it to the library down here in Kittery. Oh, well, that's nice of you to do that. You're o you know something. You're okay, Kevin. Thank you very much, Tom. You are okay. too. <laughs> okay, Marge is uh, down in the uh, town of Avon. Hello, Marge. Hi. How are you? I'm just fine, thank you. You sound great. Well, you know, you sound pretty good yourself. Oh, thank you. In fact, we both sound so great, we ought to join forces, perhaps, and do a morning show together. I think we should, too. You want to go over to uh, one of those morning talk shows? Yeah, that'd be fine. Okay, because I think they got a man and a woman doing some sort of a show like that someplace, but I always forget their names. I oh, could, really? Never heard of them. <laughs> yeah, no, I never heard of them. I probably not. They're probably not on. It's probably in my imagination. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, what what kind of work do you do, Marge? Uh, I'm retired. Are you? You have such a young voice. No, 
I was going to say I'm old like you, but that doesn't oh, sound yeah. right. Oh, that's too bad. You've already lost the game. I know. <laughs> no, are you? Are you up around 70 or so? Oh, you, um, oh you're in bad shape. Are you? No. Is that the way you get when you're old? You begin coughing and having a terrible time of it? Was that you coughing? No. Oh. No, it was me. I was eating um, a home intestine. <laughs> this is such an epic program, isn't it? it was, and I don't like moon, you know. I like prunes. I don't believe anybody asked you, but thank you very much, Irene, anyway. <laughs> anyway, Marge, Marge, you're up. Uh, anyway, you don't have to tell me your age. That's not important. Okay, but I'm, I don't I, mind. I'm, I'm, well, I'm glad you're playing the game. It's not important. I, it's, it's not important. You hear me? Yeah, I, I'm a good loser. Okay, let's go to Chris, uh, who's in Worcester. Hi, Chris. Good evening, Norm. We have a lot of women on the panel today. That's really nice. They're, they're three on the panel, plus... Uh, Karen and uh, and just two guys. That's right. Yeah, that's a nice balance. Excellent balance. Is that you, Kevin, making a funny uh, uh, stomach noises? <laughs> Would I do that? Who's, who's making those noises? Maybe it was Mike. No. No, it's not Mike. Mike is sitting right across he, from me. I can see. My hands are above the table and everything. I'm not playing not any instruments. <laughs> Oh, isn't that, isn't that weird? That, uh, so, somebody's playing a, a synthesized uh, organ of some kind. Okay. Okay, here's... Anyway, today's the birthday of Paula Prentice. She's married to Richard Benjamin. They've been married for a number of years. He's an actor and director mm -hmm. and all of that. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's been in a number of good good movies. And I can't remember the movies that she's been in. Uh, let me see if I have that information here. Let me see. Today, of course, is March 4th. And uh, Paul Apprentice uh, was in he, oh, he and she, man's favorite sport, the uh, Woody Allen movie, What's New Pussycat, born in San Antonio, Texas, on this very day, March 4th, of course. Her real name, or her name at birth anyway, was Paula Ragusa. Maybe in Italian, oh. maybe when you translate that from Italian to English, uh, Ragusa means apprentice. Then again, okay. maybe, then maybe, maybe again it doesn't. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, Irene, how old do you think Paula Prentice is? Oh, I would say she's about 52. 52. What do you think, Kevin? Um, I'll go 55. And what do you think, Marge? Uh, I think I'll go with 50. Okay, Chris? 57. 57. Okay, she asked, asked, she asked and put that in the form of a question, which is what they like on Jeopardy, yes. but we don't have those kind of rules here, <laughs> so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> and I'll, I'll buy a vowel. The next thing you're going to say is that, aren't you? Uh, Mike, what do you think? I'm going to go with my first instinct on this one. Um, 59. 59. Yeah. First instincts. As a, as certainly is a way to go in a legitimate way, so don't you feel badly. Thank you very much, Father. Okay. Karen, th this is a momentous moment. It's Karen's first guest. Oh, I'm all excited? Yeah, boy, I could... Take I, your time, Karen. Uh, yeah. I'll probably lose, though. Come on now. No, we're we're pulling okay. for you. I'm you, you, you understand that if any member of the staff, and that includes you and Mike, uh, wins, you don't really get anything because uh, it's on, it's on page 743 of the Dumb Birthday Games rule book.
Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, members of Are the Are there game. any papers I should have signed? You didn't sign anything? You didn't no, sign anything didn't yet? Sign oh, the papers yet? No. Oh, jeez. Can I guess anyway? No. Go ahead, jeez. 51. 51. <laughs> okay. Uh, today, Paul Apprentice is 57. Oh. <laughs> and uh, Chris ah. uh, said that she said exactly 57 like, we were all very very close all very close I'm just so proud of my class you obviously have paid attention through the years you know what Richard Benjamin her husband was up here one night he was being interviewed by uh, David Brednoy mm -hmm. and I remembered an incident with Richard Benjamin and I thought I had I was imagining it he was in town with a play once, and we walked around Boston about 2 o'clock in the morning, he and I, and one other actor from the play, maybe somebody else from that radio station. I, I don't remember where I was working then, maybe WHDH, I suppose. And I thought, that can't be. What would I be doing walking around at 2 o'clock in the morning with Richard Benjamin? <laughs> and I, thought, I must have dreamed that. But anyway, I, I bumped into him. I was coming in, and he was uh, you know, just finishing the interview. And he was here in a play at that very moment. Isn't that a boring story? <laughs> why did I tell that story? I have no idea why I told that it, story. It sounded like you were describing some kind of a surreal dream or something. I was wondering well, where it was going. I thought it was a, I thought it was a dream. I thought, you know... Now I brag about it. Now I hung around with uh, Richard Benjamin. We hung around. It was about 2 in the morning. We were going around the city of Boston. I don't have any idea where we were going or anything. <laughs> he, he, he was married to uh, Paul Apprentice at that time. See, that's the tie-in. Is he still married? Yes, he is. He's still married to Paul Apprentice. They've been married for, oh, a lot of years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that heartwarming? Oh, terrific. Yeah. Beautiful. That is, yeah, it's beautiful. a beautiful story. It's a beautiful thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, kind of fills your stomach with just joy and gas. <laughs> yes. Okay, uh, here's a here's another person. Let's see who's age group. Yes, uh, Chastity Bono. Never thought she'd be sitting around. <laughs> 22, 23 minutes after three in the morning, guessing the age of Chastity Bono. Did you? Huh? But sometimes life takes strange turns. <laughs> Chastity Bono, of course, the uh, daughter of Sonny and Cher. She was born in Los Angeles, which doesn't help you identify the age. But you remember when she was born and how long How long ago was that? That's how you can sort of narrow it down. We'll start with you, Karen. What do you think? Oh, you're going to start with me? <laughs> oh, I'm going to look at you. Yeah, don't start with me. Don't start with me. No, now. I can't take any hints from somebody else. I know it. Every everybody's Aww. everybody's in the same boat. Next time we'll start with somebody uh, a third person. Okay, third that's person. fair. That's fair. All right, um, thirty. Thirty. Okay. What do you think, Mike? Were were Sunny and Cher still doing their show on? I think it was CBS or something when when they had that child, or was she already here by then? Do you happen to remember? That, that's a that's a good that's a good question. Thank you. I'm just doing some fast figuring here, and I'll come up with an answer. Hold on one moment, please. The trouble is in your set. <laughs> and I have a brother-in-law, Bernie, who can repair it for you. I don't know who's the answer. I mean, I can tell you the year we're talking about, but I, That's I, don't, know whether, I don't know whether they had the show at that point. I think they probably, probably did, but I, I don't know. Yes, they did, and she used to come on every so often. 
She uh-huh. Oh, Chastity came on the show. Uh-huh. Oh, well, all right then. Okay, as a little baby? Or was she already she like at 41 years old? She was walking. She was walking. Barely, barely walking. All right. Okay, bar- barely walking is like two years old. If yeah. You've been walking at, uh, or even younger than that. See how nice I am to you, Mike. You are so good to me. <laughs> God, I don't deserve it. <laughs> I'm going to, before we go much further with this line of questioning, I'm going to say 29. 29. Thank okay. you very much. Okay. Uh, what would you say, Chris? I'm going to try 28. You're going to try 28. Okay, and what about you, Marge? Well, I might, I might as well go 27. All right, and hey. uh, okay. <laughs> She's going to be back to about a year and a half old the way we're going downhill on this thing. Kevin, what do you say? I'm going to say 28 also. 28. Okay, and Irene? 25. Okay, the answer is 27. Uh-huh. Uh, she's 27 years old. Yeah. Today. You were all remarkably close. Marge, though, hit it right on the butt. Boy, <laughs> that was luck. Oh, <laughs> uh, the good Lord is sitting on your left shoulder, smiling so. down and sticking his tongue right in your ear. So, uh, so. so you can't miss. <laughs> I'll, I'll hear about that one, too. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, Mir- you know Miriam Makiba, the uh, South African vocalist? Not at folk, all. Folk singer, Mary Makiba, excellent. She hasn't she hasn't been in the news lately, which makes me think maybe she's not even living. But uh, she she was uh, born in uh, Johannesburg, South Africa, one of the very best folk singers. And she used to sing, there was a, a song called The Click Song she sang, in which she used to make noises or sounds. I, I shouldn't, shouldn't call them noises, but sounds from inside her throat that sounded like clicking really weird weird sounds i'd like to imitate it sounded a little like my native language chagra oh yes we haven't heard that language at all yeah have you are you familiar any of you familiar with the chagra language (laughs) no chagra language chagra has no vowels and only three consonants (laughs) so it's kind of hard to express yourself in any really emotional kind of way but it sounds a lot like that Mary McKeeba click song. Let me give you an example. I'll say Mary McKeeba's name in Chagra. Very good. Okay. In fact, I'd say she sings. She sings great folk songs. Mary McKeeba sings great folk songs. This is the way it is in Chagra. <laughs> oh, I think I've got a hernia. I think you need the Heimlich. <laughs> I think I need a, I think I need a psychiatrist is what I need. Anyway, Miriam Makiba, we'll start with you, Chris. Oh, wonderful. Oh, yeah, let me let me just you want to hear me say we'll start with you, Chris, and the Chagra. No, it hurts too much. How old you how old do you think Mary Makiba is? Uh, if she's still around <laughs> because I've never heard of her apparently. Yeah, she was very big a few years back, and I have not heard much of her lately. That's that's quite true. Well, let's give her 58. Let's give her 58. Okay, Chris says 58. What do you say, Kevin? 59. 59. Okay. Good guess, huh? I don't know. I can't tell you that until the very end of this round. 
because otherwise it'll tip, tip off Mike Epstein, and he's going to guess next. I th if I'm not mistaken, she's like revered as like the Barbara Streisand of South Africa. Is that right? Well, she's she she would have that kind of status, yes. But it's certainly not like the the Madonna of South Africa. Not nothing that that <laughs> bad. I mean. No, I mean she doesn't sound like a, a she. I mean she sings folk songs. Uh huh. So she doesn't sound like either Barbara uh -huh. Streisand or Madonna. Has she ever uh, recorded anything that's won a Grammy of any kind, or any kind of musical award that we might know of? She may have. Has she has she been in any films recently? No, I don't know that she's ever been in any films that I'm aware of. I know mm. this is not helping a great deal. No. But she was around during the uh, the folk music of, uh, stage, you know, and I, Joan I, I Baez and yeah. the Joan Collins, not Joan Collins, but uh, he's going to ask Judy Collins. What's that? I said he's going to ask you for his, her birthday. Well, he's not going to catch me on that because <laughs> I'm sly. I'm a sly I mean, old Thanks Marx. a lot. <laughs> All right, um... I'm going to say that she's, oh, 57. 57. Yeah. Okay. What do you think, Karen? I have never heard of this woman. Me neither. And now nobody has. Nobody seems to have heard Me of her. Me neither. Oh, 64. 64. Well. Okay. And Irene? 60. 60. And what do you think, Marge? Uh, 56. 56. Have any of you heard of her? Never. None uh -huh. of you? None of you have? Uh-uh. Miriam still McKeever. living? Well, I'm, I'm guessing that she is. I don't know for sure. I, I, the book I have is about a year and a half, printed about a year and a half ago. I wish I could buy that book that you've got. You can. Well, you can, actually. Yeah, it is. A, we should have the... This, uh, we don't even have the 1996 version of it yet. This is the no night. word of a lie. I saw one of those books in the bookstore the other the other day. Oh yeah, no, they're they're available. What's the name? It's called <laughs> Chase's Calendar of Events, and it uh, I don't know. It's kind of expensive. Mm -hmm. Only big time radio stations can afford them. Oh sure. And and the uh, small time weekend guys like we steal them. <laughs> so that's how uh, that's how I've got it. Yeah, I took it out of the. Newsroom, you can see where it says here, radio news, do yes. not remove. It says do not remove. I feel so naughty and everything when I remove stuff that you're not Don't supposed to remove. feel good, though? I feel great, yeah. Sure. I, I love to go in the doors that say no admittance. That's right. All that kind of stuff. Okay, the answer is Miriam Akiba is exactly what Karen said, <gasps> 64. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> All right. It's a big moment for me. All right. Oh, this you is... do have a second prize, don't you? Uh, no, actually, no. Uh, no if, if you tie, if somebody ties with somebody who's here on the staff, uh -huh. uh, the, somebody who's here on the staff does not get a prize, but the person that they tie with does. Well, you see, now I can impress all my friends and tell them I actually answered a question right. No, no, right away, one out of three. I think you're doing great so far. Nobody's got more than you. Chris and Marge both have just one apiece. And we'll go to Mary Wilson. You know Mary Wilson? An original member of the Supremes? Mm hmm mm hmm With Diane Ross, Diana Ross and Florence Ballard. And, of course, I was going to say something silly, you know, but I'm not even going to finish that sentence. Uh, she's from Detroit. Of course, they were part of the Motown sound the yes, supremes uh mary wilson wasn't there another one with a uh, with another interesting name 
who was a member of that group, like uh, Birdsong or Nightingale or... I don't think so. No? No. Okay, well, we'll guess the we'll just guess Mary Wilson's age then. All what right. the heck? I don't care. Uh, let's see. We'll start with... Uh, did we start with you the first time, last time, Marge? I don't think we did. Why don't we start with you then? How old do you think Mary Wilson is? Oh, great. Um, let's see. Oh, she's got to be younger than I am because everybody else is. Uh, <laughs> I bet I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so they're too nya nya nya. Sure. Uh, I think I'm going to say 54. You think so? Yeah. When can we be sure? Okay, uh, Marge is 54, okay. And uh, uh, what do you say, Irene? 50. 50. Okay. Oh, I've been doing rotten tonight. No, you, no, you've been very close on almost every one of them. Yeah, close, but that doesn't count. I think it does. It That's did. because I'm eating the humantushin here and coughing. Oh, you're the one who's coughing. Yes. <laughs> coughing on the humantushin. What do you do? Do you light it first before you eat it? <laughs> I love them. I love them, too. Uh, Kevin, what do you think? I'd say I'm not knowing and all. Um, let's go with 51. Okay, we'll go with 51 because you're the captain of this ship. You have your hand on the tiller and you're guiding us safely through the troubled waters that lie ahead. That's our rallying cry. <laughs> yeah. We'll go with 51 or bust. That's right. Hey, something like that. Thank uh, Karen, what do you think? 52. Oh. The, the, Karen said 52. I'm getting confident now. She's not oh, yeah, I've got one right. Yeah, oh. she, yeah, she, that was great confidence. On that. That was, boy, that was kind of scary. <laughs> oh, my confidence there. Uh, even if she's not that, I want to say she is, because <laughs> I wouldn't argue with this kind of confidence. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, Chris, what do you say? Uh, 56. 56. And Mike? Well, I think I can be supremely confident in this answer. Oh, 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 I, I get it. I get oh. it. Oh. Supremely. I'm going to have to go with um, 57 again. 57 again. It's got to be right one of these times. Yes. However, not this time. <laughs> <laughs> but it was right from Karen. Again, wow. 52 is exactly the right age. You're, you know, oh, I'm stunned. Oh, you are something, you know. Uh, and she wants the book? No, she doesn't the, need it. The only other traffic reporter who, who, who fared so well on his initial broadcast of the dumb birthday game was Engelbert Humperdinck. Really? He was a traffic reporter? Yeah, he was a traffic reporter here on weekends, mostly. Really? Yeah, he really was. We had to dump him because he didn't know any of the streets. Well, I imagine he was outside working on his tan. He was a Tom Jones wannabe, wasn't he? Yeah, we said, we said to just report on the major highways, you know, like the, uh, around the South Station Tunnel, at that, that area down there, Route 3, 128. He didn't know any of the roads. Really? No, pitiful. Well, you got to know how to fake it. Yeah, no, he, he, knew, uh, he knew a street in Weymouth. But I think we had I think he had a girlfriend there. That was about all he knew. And oh. we said, if you're gonna be a traffic reporter, you can't just give traffic on one street, you know. That's and, true. And he said, Why not? So he he was out of here. <laughs> okay. Uh, we got a couple other names. I don't well one one I suspect if you don't know Mary McKee, but you would not probably know Barbara McNair, or would you? 
beautiful woman who's uh, been singing for a number of years yeah, who sings well. Do you know Barbara McNair? I do, too. Okay, well, why don't we do Barbara McNair? See what else I can oh, tell you about her that might give you a clue. Uh, Barbara McNair. Let's see. Hold. <clears throat> when I was doing a jazz show, I used to play her. So, and I did the jazz show. This will give you a clue also. Uh, between the years 57 and 68. And she was singing then, although she was... I was going to say she's younger than she is now, which is really stupid. <laughs> I don't mean what I said was stupid. I mean it was stupid of her to be younger then. <laughs> anyway, uh, she was on a TV show at one point called The Barbara McNair Show. That doesn't help you at all. She's also an actress. She's been in, in the movies, I I think, with... No, I can't I can't think of what the movies would be. But she sings well, is quite attractive. And has sung with some jazz groups, although I don't think she's known primarily as a jazz singer. Barbara McNair. Is she still working? Is she still singing? And I don't know. I I am not. I, I I have not heard about her recently. I have not heard. I must call. Please do see that she's okay. Thank you. She's probably thinking he doesn't care about me. He hasn't even called. He used to come around with a basket of fruit once in a while, maybe a flower or two. He doesn't even call. I feel I feel awful, just simply awful. You heartbreaker! <laughs> Isn't this more fun than than most other programs you're on, Karen? Absolutely. I don't like the way she said that. It was. Oh, no, I think was... she's right. I love your program. <laughs> I meant it. Okay. I did. Okay. Okay. I'm just concentrating on on trying to get another one right. Okay, we'll start That's with all. Irene. That'll give you a little chance to, oh, to work sure, on it, Karen. Sure. Oh, don't be a sore head, Irene. Um, <laughs> Just to, why don't you why don't you peel apart the home and touch, and probably inside oh, will I'm be the answer. I'm all through with it. I'm all through with oh, it. I'm okay. dying to run in and get a glass of water. Okay. No, but see, sometimes when you you peel apart a home and touch, is home and touch singular and home and touch in plural? No, it's a home and Oh, homentation is singular. That's right. Okay, sometimes if you pull them apart, it's like a Chinese fortune cookie. Yeah. There's sometimes a little strip of paper in there that tells you how old Barbara <laughs> McNair is. Why, where do you buy yours? I've never seen that. I buy them at a Chinese uh, restaurant. Oh, yeah, sure, in the China. Uh, Norman, I'm going to say that she's got to be at least 66, 67. Okay, mm. which one would you pick? Mm. Oh, 66. 66. Okay. She, she called me Norma. Did you notice that my form? I sure did. Yeah. That's did, so nice. Did you like that? I kind of liked it, oh. yeah. Norman, Normie, anything but Norm. <laughs> no, Norma's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin, what do you think? Norm? Um, I don't know. <laughs> Fair enough. You're an I'll honest go. man. You win. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, next question. I'll go 65. 65. Okay, Marge, how old do you think Barbara McNair is? Boy, um, I remember her, but way back. Mm. Yeah, yeah. No, I mentioned that I, I was playing her in the 50s and 60s. Yeah. And um, I think she had maybe had been around before then, too, now, although not much before. She was quite young then. Yeah. I don't want to deceive you. She wasn't... Uh, I'm, I'm going to say 62. 62. Okay. Chris? For the third time, I'm going to try 57. <laughs> well, actually, this is only the second time. 
Only the well, See, I keep I keep <clears throat> close score on this because we <laughs> I have to keep a neat score thing because it goes to the WBC Hall of Fame and records archive. It's important that it ends up on the 35th floor if you're ever visiting WBC uh, broadcast city. Some people stay here. We have, the, as you know, our penthouse hotel on the 73rd floor. <laughs> and you'd be surprised who's, who's rented it for the weekend. Boom. Oh, a lot of <laughs> it's 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 rumored it's rumored that the entire presidential party is up there, and separated only by the entire Republican presidential candidates are up there too. They you know they get the whole suite. They make this their base of operations. Is that is that where they're all operating from this weekend? Yeah, because because uh, we're in Soldiers Field Road, and it's uh, it's handy to downtown Brighton. <laughs> So a lot of people like to come here. Why? Go, What's in Brighton? <laughs> exactly. Oh, everything is in Brighton. Have you never been to Brighton? Of course I've been to Brighton, but what's so exciting about Brighton? Oh, Brighton. <laughs> the, 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 Brookline, that's oh, different. No, the shopping, the shopping of uh, the antique shops, the uh, uh, old shops from all over the world are here. Oh, uh, sure. Some of the finest restaurants uh, representing every where? representing every single ethnic group you can think of. Oh, they're, that's good. They're whole, they have a whole street just with rest, Thai restaurants. Oh, sh that's right. There's more Thai restaurants on Commonwealth Avenue, Brighton, than any place else. Are, are you are you making fun of me, Irene? Oh, never, doll. <laughs> never. Jeez. I just like I have coming down and looking at the big towers. Okay, hey, listen, let me ask you. Oh, yeah. Huh? Oh, looking at, our big, looking at our big towers. Uh, Mike, yes. yes. Uh, how old is Barbara McNair? I know we've kind of lost track of what we're, yeah, what yeah, we're talking I about. Yeah, I in the field for a second there. Yeah. By the way, I was driving through a snowstorm this afternoon. Just a squall came upon me all of a sudden. Look, let me just say this while you, while you say that. Uh, Irene wants to get some water. Okay. Go, go get it now, Can I Irene. get it? Go, okay. go get it now. Okay. Okay. And I'm thinking to myself, here we are, it's the middle of winter, and I turn on the radio, scanning the dial, what do I hear? The Red Sox. Oh, was the Red Sox game on? There was a game, an exhibition game on today. It made me smile and made me think, summer cannot be too far no, away. No, I know it. I they know were it. playing the Twins, right? Yeah. Did they, they, they're going to play them, what, like 11 times or something? Uh, uh, well, know. they're they're located in Fort Myers, also, I believe. Are they are very close I, by? I don't know. They play the Twins a lot. Yeah, no, because I think because they're located in the, in the same general area. Well, that makes a good game up at. Uh, well, I went to Fenway uh, a couple of years ago and saw them play the Twins. They did a doubleheader. That was pretty neat. Yeah. They're always a good competition. Yeah, but I I think the proximity of uh, of, of their their training camp to the Red Sox at Fort Myers, I think makes it easy for them to play lots of games. I think that's probably the reason. If, if you've been, if, incidentally, if you're planning a vacation in the next week or so, that whole Fort Myers area is kind of fascinating on the city of Palms Park where the Red Sox train. I was there a couple of years ago. Weren't, you there, weren't you there last year? Might have last been, year or the year before? You might have, yeah, might, might have been the year before last. I'm, I'm not really sure, but uh, it's not only the, uh, the ballpark there, but it's the, the Gulf side. Of, of Florida, and there are a lot mm -hmm. of other interesting things. There's the uh, Henry Ford and the Thomas Edison Museums are there. They they had their their uh, winter homes. <laughs> they were both friends, Edison and Ford, and they had their homes there. And there's a lot of interesting things that artifacts they have. 
plus some exotic islands and uh, it's it's an interesting area. I, my, uh, Manny, uh, not Manny, what's his name? The center fielder, Greenfield, Greenwell. Greenwell, Mike Greenwell. Mike Greenwell. Yeah, I know if if I throw out enough sounds, sounds like, I, I yeah. eventually get to it. He has a he has a place nearby also. Most most of Edison's shops were moved over to the Ford plant though, over in Detroit. Yeah, they no, have I, a I'm village not, over there. Yeah, I'm not suggesting. Yeah, well, uh, well, this is about a year and a half. ago. I'm not suggesting that that this is a complete Ford memorabilia, but I mean it's it's home there and and a few things. I think there there's more stuff at the Edison Museum, although there there may be other Edison museums, are there? And yes. Uh, well, he's from New Jersey originally. Over behind the Ford test plant, over behind their uh, test track, they have a whole village. And Henry Ford, back during the Depression, bought a lot of um, memorabilia, or whatever you call it, from all over the world. And he's got most of Edison's factories and other things right over there. Really? Yeah. yeah. And there, at Greenwich Village or Greenwich Village, or I, I've forgotten what it was called. I went there when I was probably about 12 years old. Yeah. And it's, oh, a bunch of stuff is over there. Even uh, Webster's house is over there. And what town is this in? It's, it's a whole village that's made up. Now, where is it, though? It's right behind the Ford Test Plant. In, De um, in Detroit, test track in near near Detroit. Yeah. Okay, so forget about the forget what I said about Fort Myers. Let's go there. Okay. Okay. Maybe we get the Red Sox Very and, the, and, the, and the Minnesota Twins. Maybe they'll go there too. Absolutely. Is that going towards the West Coast, Fort Myers? Pardon me. Is that the wet going out towards the West Coast? No, it is on the West Coast. It's on the Gulf side. Yes. Near no, Naples? no, that would no, that would not. Yes, it's uh, it's above Naples. Naples is just south yeah, of there. I say the West Coast. Now the would that be that, that would be the West Coast? Of course, yes. I couldn't tell you. Yeah, no, it is the West Coast. The opposite no, side from we Daytona went out Beach. To, uh, through Naples out to Longboat Key. What are the What are the two islands? Do you what recall? happened to Winter Haven? Sun. Oh, they haven't been in Winter Haven since that Jewish bakery left Brooklyn. <laughs> uh, no, there, there are two islands. What is What are they called? A sun, um, oh, God, if you hadn't asked me. No, because I, I can never remember, and I, I've been there, and they're beautiful, beautiful oh, islands. Oh, it's magnificent around yeah. there. Anyway, Mike. Yes. Barbara, Barbara McNair, how old is she? Oh, yes. I'm going to say that Barbara is 68 years old. 68. And what do you think, Karen? I'm going to go with 73. I'm going to go out on a limb. And you're going to get it right, too. No, no, actually, <laughs> the person who got it right is Marge, who said 62. All right, no. So that's correct. Now, Marge has got two correct answers, and Karen has also. So we have a tie. Boy, this is oh, starting to build up into something really exciting, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, before we resolve our tension, can we uh, take a quick break? And okay, we're going to take a quick break because I know how you love our commercials. Oh, God, I love them. Oh, these, and here's one. Here's one of my favorites. Which one? And uh, this this one here, this one, this one's a great one. And uh, you'll all be tapping your feet and singing the, the same song for days after this. Here is an exclusive offer from TV Guide, introducing the all-new AM-FM Baby Boombox. 
Use it in the kitchen or use it in the office, indoors or out. It's lightweight and weighs less than a pound. And best of all, TV Guide's Baby Boombox is free with your paid subscription to TV Guide. Every week, TV Guide brings you exciting interviews, in-depth previews, and special features. It tells you what's in, what's out, what's good, what's bad, what's hot, and what's not. Call this number now and get 52 issues of TV Guide for only four low payments of just $11.99 each. Plus, your TV Guide Baby Boombox. The number is one 800 592-0770. That's 1-800-592-0770. This quality AM FM radio isn't available in stores, but it's yours free with TV Guide. So order today. To order, call 1-800-592-0770. Have your credit card ready and get your free baby boombox with your paid subscription to TV Guide. That's 1-800-592-0770. Call now. Operators are standing by. WBZ and the Candela Skin Care Center of Framingham present a day of beauty, day of rest. Sunday, March 17th, 10 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. at the Crown Plaza Hotel Natick. Learn about laser skincare treatments from Candela, the world leader and innovator. Be pampered by some of the best spas and salons, all for only $25, including brunch. Take time out for you and be treated to a massage, facial, aromatherapy, makeovers, and more. To register, call 1-800-336-SKIN. Reservations are limited from the Candela Skin Care Center and WBZ News Radio 1030. Okay, hey, son of a gun, if we're not back again with the final few moments, the exciting finale. Mm. <laughs> really exciting. I didn't get one tonight. I thought you were going to play the one with sticks and dirt, too. The one with sticks and dirt, now. Sticks and dirt? Yeah, what is, I don't know. The Museum of Science is. commercial? Oh, I see. Yeah. Oh, I just didn't want to go oh, because they got plenty of sticks around, and the little girl says, and dirt, too. Son of a gun, you really listen to these commercials, don't you? Aren't I you? listen to you guys all day. Aren't you a silly poop? <laughs> I guess so. Okay, what we're going to do now, let's see, what did I do with that? What we're going to do now is guess the uh, dates, the years of some some couple of historical events. If I can find out what I was looking for here. Hold on just one moment, please, the trouble appears to be in your set. <laughs> I'm totally out of it. What the uh, heck did you do I, with that what, piece what of the paper? Heck? What, what? I don't have that many pieces of paper here. Hold on a minute while I... A lot of people, I, I don't know whether you know this, Karen, but a lot of women especially, uh, I've got it right here, but they like when I rattle paper in their ear. Really? Yeah. Here you go, here you go, ladies. Hold on to something. I'm digging it. <laughs> yeah. My hair is coming around. Wait. You heard that paper? Yeah, you wouldn't believe the excitement until you just heard it yourself, Karen. Oh, it's thrilling. I'm, I'm oh. driving you crazy. I knew this would be a good night. Okay. <laughs> okay, here are, here are a couple of news events. I'll tell you the event, and they all happened on this very date, March 4th. And uh, tell me what year uh, this happened. Uh, okay, uh, this is, uh, let's see, this is, uh, let me see, oh, President Calvin Coolidge. Oh, oh God. <laughs> God. Dear God. I'm, that I'm, I'm, my time. Oh, be quiet. I'm sorry. President Calvin Coolidge's inauguration uh, was broadcast live on 21 radio stations coast to coast. One of them must have been KDK in Pittsburgh, of course. which is a Westinghouse station. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and at the beginning of the, as I recall, 
of their washer-dryer empire. <laughs> so might have started right there, too. Maybe the announcer had some free time in between station breaks and built a washing machine. And uh, George Westinghouse said, hey, I think that's even going to be more lucrative than this radio station. So that's how it all began. <laughs> anyway, it was, it, it, was, uh, it was obviously the first inauguration. It was broadcast live. Although KDK before that had broadcast results of, of election an election, results, yeah, yeah, of the Warren Harding election, and uh, uh, Harding was was president just before Calvin Coolidge. In fact, he died in office, and Calvin Coolidge was his vice president. That's so, anyway. What year was that? The the President uh, Coolidge inauguration broadcast live. On 21 stations, coast to coast. I was what an event that must have been. Let's start with you. Uh, let's see. Let's start with you, Mike. What do you think? Oh, gee, thanks. Okay. Uh, hmm. And of course, the question is, what year? Yeah, yeah. Would that have been? Hmm. See, this is where we get a little bit of education. We feel yeah. people are up this time of the morning. They ought to learn something, even if it's not important. And I'm embarrassed to say I don't remember quite when Coolidge was. Uh, Hanging out in the White House. Don't um, be embarrassed. I don't remember either. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm going to say 19. Uh, well, we're safe with 19. Uh, 1933. 1933. Okay, which is know. kind of interesting. We would have had to push Franklin Roosevelt out of the way. Then fine, I'll change my answer for crying yeah. out loud. He said, he probably was thinking, well, he's in a wheelchair. Anyway, it'll be easy to get rid of this guy. <laughs> okay. Uh, Karen, what do you think? I, just, I know it was in the 20s, yeah. I think. <laughs> Maybe. Your, I don't know. Your confidence seems to be leaving you. You were so strong just a little while ago. Well, we've gone from birthdays to events. This is a whole new thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, is, this has been an added feature for not too terribly long. But I find it's uh, fruitful, and uh, we're getting some great play in the press, particularly around Rockford, Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with 1928. 1928. Okay. Um, Marge, what do you say? Oh, God. And I'm old enough. I should remember. Well, it's not a question of being old enough. I mean, you know, if I said Abraham Lincoln, would you then say I never heard of him because it was before <laughs> my time? I mean, this is just no. the American <laughs> no, history stuff. Was in my time too. Um, George, George, who? I uh, know, but Washington. No, that was before my time. I think I was. You know, I mean, Calvin Coolidge. We all know he was president. We just have to figure out when. I think I'm going to say 1921. 1921. Yeah. Okay, uh, Irene, what do you think? 1924. Did you get water? Yes, I did. Good. Thank you. <laughs> it was your own water you were getting, don't thank me. Uh, Chris, what do you think? Uh, 1925. 1925. And uh, Kevin? Oh, go with, um, yeah, right. I'll go with 24, too. Okay, you're all, you're all uh, close except for Mike. <laughs> <laughs> No, 19, 1925 was, is correct. Oh. And, that's, and that's Chris, so we now have a three-way tie. So we're not resolving anything. Nothing at all. Okay, we'll go with one. I, we've got to...
really close with this one. This is the last one. You run away all the time. <clears throat> okay. Uh, as we used to say, in case of a tie, a duplicate prizes will, will be awarded. awarded. Yeah. Remember they used to say that when you were a kid and you never understood what it was they meant? It was like we will judge you on neatness uh, and aptness of thought. And we say, what, what is ma? What is aptness of thought? What does that mean? Anyway, police take notice, no trespassing. <laughs> so we want the police not to trespass. Thank you. Anyway, uh, th th this was on March 4th. Also, it's the uh, wedding anniversary of the uh, Reagans. Ronald Reagan and Nancy Davis were married on uh, March 4th in uh, San, the San Fernando Valley, California. What was the year? Do you know the year that they, they were both married? I mean, both married, obviously. They both had to be married since they're married to each other. But what year was that? Chris, what do you think? I... Reagan. He had a couple of wives before. Well, not a couple. He had one. Jane Wyman was uh, his first wife. Yeah, he'd been divorced from Jane Wyman and then married Nancy Davis, who was an actress. Also... Well, obviously, that makes sense, since he was an actor, sort of. <laughs> he was only married once before? Just once that I'm aware of, yes. He's married much before that. Uh, he held it back for me. Oh. No. Nancy. That's his current wife, as you know, Nancy. She's yeah. better known now as Nancy Reagan. We better get going, because we're running toward the end of this. So if you could just give me some kind of a guess, Chris... Uh, I'd say 1948. Okay, 1948. And, uh, Marge, what do you say? Wait, what? Who won? We may never know. But what I do know is the answer to that last question. Ronald Reagan and Nancy Davis were married in 1952. Now you can all sleep well knowing that. Thank you to our new subscribers. Glad to have you here for the silly. And if you're so generously inclined, you may support this show by becoming a patron on Patreon. The link is where it always is, in the description box. Closing the vault and leaving this world a little sillier than we found it. For Myra Boskowitz, Lon Mason, Ron Macon, late lamented Beacon Street Bakeries, generously donating dumb birthday game prizes once you're through with them. Morning Talk with Norman Marge. Old like you. Coughing, ethnic programming, prunes, hamantaschen, dramatic organ sounds from beyond, Paula Ragusa, the extensive tome known as the Dumb Birthday Game Rulebook, walking around the streets of Boston at 2 a.m. with Richard Benjamin, filling your stomach full of joy and gas, the clicking song, Chagra, folk music, Chase's calendar of events, the Motown sound, the Supremes, downtown Brighton, the towering WBZ Broadcast City where the WBZ Hall of Fame and Record Archive are on the 34th floor and the Penthouse Suite is on the 73rd floor. The TV Guide Baby Boombox, Candela Skin Care Center, Rattling Papers in Your Ears, Westinghouse Washers and Dryers, Absence of Thought, Ed Donahue, Karen Regal, Mike Epstein, and that heartbreaker, Norm, Mr. Smoothie Nathan, I'm Tony Nesbitt.